My entitled mother is refusing to allow me to get a new job, claiming that my current job at Amazon is the only one she will allow. And after putting up with her manipulation for so many years, as well as her horrible parenting, I have finally decided to move out and start my own life. And I will honestly be so happy to get away from her once and for all. Here's what happened. So my mom had insisted that I stay with her for my job during lockdown, as it's still going on where I live. So I did and I regretted it, to the point that I'm losing more money Money than my job can pay me. I have a job at Amazon in their distribution center, and basically, I sort the packages to get them to the customers. I have the night shift, and it sucks. I have mental health issues, and the night shift plus the stress from my mom plus the drive made me look elsewhere for work. I found a good job that pays more, about $8 more than what I make now, and it's during the daytime, so that's a bit better. But honestly, that is where the problems start. So my current job has me driving 100 miles round trip and eats my my gas and mileage like Pac-Man and his pellets. I get roughly $19 an hour, but the reason this is worse is that my mom expects me to pay her $500 a week for rent. My paycheck is roughly $760, take away the $500, and I have $260 left. After making payments on my car, which is $180, I have $80 to pay for gas. Gas where I'm at currently is $3.98 a gallon, and I use about $60 to fill up. So yeah, I think you can understand that I need to go somewhere else. Now, my new job, which I start three days after writing this, is during the day and it is remote. I can work from home as long as I have a computer of sorts, a smartphone, and the internet. The job pays more and my mom saw my text with my grandparents about it. And well, guess who decides to tear me a new one? If your guess was my entitled mother, then you would be right. Now, my mom doesn't take care of the house. At least since I came back. I had to vacuum, fix anything that breaks, mow the lawn, cook the food, and take care of my sister. Now, I know what you might be thinking. That doesn't sound like an entitled mother. That sounds like you are being a member of the household. And trust me, I get it. But let me paint you a picture of how things actually go down in my house. For starters, mowing the lawn has to be done on Fridays between 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock in the morning. My night shift doesn't let out until 11.50 and even then, it's a 40-minute drive if there's no traffic. With traffic, I'd be lucky to be home before 2.30, so I get chewed out for not having that done. I also can't get any sleep until I finish my chores. Now, I sleep until 5 o'clock p.m. until 11.30 p.m. so I can get enough sleep for work. She won't let me get to bed until well after 9 o'clock p.m. So, on two and a half hours of sleep, I have to drive 50 miles on a busy highway that is also under construction, mind you. I also have no personal property. I have a phone that she bought me as a 17th birthday present, and she is now handing me the bill for the phone. She bought me a brand new iPhone for like a thousand I got a military-grade protector case and a shatterproof screen cover. She demanded that I turn off all my passwords on all of my devices that I paid for. So aside from the $500 rent, I now have to pay $1,000 for a birthday gift to me. She is also adding $50 a week for interest. My entitled mother also claims that she has to read all of my emails, all of my text messages, see all of my contacts, hear every phone call on speaker, and can use my laptop whenever she likes. I had to purchase antivirus software after I got nine viruses on my laptop. She gets into my spam and clicks all of the links. You know, the ones where they're like, oh, you want a free iPad and stuff like that. I had to use money that I don't hardly have just to purchase antivirus software that keeps the viruses off of my system that she is causing. Any food that I buy, she will eat it instantly, claiming that it's her reward for raising me. Now, this also brings me to my Nintendo Switch that I bought and have a five-year warranty 
Raytheon. She sold it to a pawn shop. I still have my login info, my credit card, my PayPal, and about $259 in gift cards and $412 in rewards points. Not to mention my 500 gigabyte micro SD card. My Switch was worth a lot and she sold it for $50. Yes, you heard me correctly. She sold it for $50. But thank God that when they booted it up, they saw my contact information in the account settings. I got called asking why it was sold with all of that still on it and I told them that I didn't sell it and had a warranty for another three years on it. Well, I thankfully got it back without any hassle. The Switch itself was my purchase. Everything else was family members sending me gift cards. Needless to say, that new job is my ticket out of here. I put in my two weeks notice already, so I'm ready for the new job. I can pay her ridiculous fees and save up enough to get another apartment again to get away. I'm also going to go no contact with her. Now that she sees that this new job is better paying and it's in the day when she's at her job, she's decided that I have to stay with Amazon because I can't do remote work from her house. So now I'm currently apartment hunting. I got a car, but she holds the title deed. It's her car, but I'm shelling out hundreds of dollars a month so that she doesn't have to pay for it. So to try and mitigate that situation, I got a new car without her name on it. I want to get out of this nightmare, but she's emotionally and mentally manipulative. She says that this new job isn't going to pay me this right off the bat. The paycheck is what management, HR, and I agreed upon. It's on my contract, and if they violate it, that's a hefty fine. She then tells me that those hours are fake, and once again, they're agreed upon in my contract. I will be working close to 40 hours a week, anymore, and I get paid overtime. That is how it works. Now she's trying to get family members involved to get me to stay with Amazon, and they all say that she is crazy. And now I have her crazy friend group on Facebook that are also bothering me as well. So she is definitely mother of the year material, and I honestly absolutely hate her. That sounds like an awful living situation. Imagine living with your mom and her forcing you to pay all this ridiculous stuff, all while basically lording over you and treating you like garbage. I mean, does she not see that you're absolutely running ragged? This is really awful behavior. Thankfully, the original poster gave us an update and said that he is basically out of his mom's house and he has a new job that pays really well. He no longer works with Amazon, even though it was a little bit tricky to get out of there. So good for the original poster for getting out of that home environment. His mom sounds crazy and the original poster is going to be so much happier and so much better off away from his crazy entitled mother. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My coworker complains that I always make a mess in the workshop and demands that I never unload my truck full of product ever again. So I maliciously comply, leaving him over a thousand pounds worth of product for him to sort through all by himself. Here's what happened. So this happened a while ago. I had to deliver some of our company's products from one work site over to another. I usually arrive before the other employees started their work, so I figured I could unload my car already in order to save my co-workers time and for me to not be interrupted during my work later that day. Plus, I was the one who knew which products were ordered by which customer, so I didn't have to spend time on figuring out which belongs to which customer since I was the one who loaded everything into the car. So, I put all the loose products for each customer from the trunk on a separate pallet, pushed it into our workplace with a pallet truck, put the delivery notices on each of them, and left them in a visible place for my coworker to move them wherever he wanted. And it's not going to require much manpower either. When he arrived and started working, I went up to him and I told him what products arrived and for which customer these were for, in order to make sure he knows about the orders as well. Since I didn't know where to put the pallets, I placed them into the workshop via the 
pallet truck because I didn't want these products to stay outside and I didn't want to open up an opportunity for a passerby to steal the company's products. After I did this same procedure twice, he came up to me and gave me a 10 minute lecture about how it could possibly come to my mind to make such a big mess in the workshop. He criticized that I put the products in the wrong place, that I was messing up his storage system and that the products fell off the pallets all the time, which is funny because it didn't happen when I used the pallet truck to bring them into the workshop. As such, he declared I'm not allowed to unload the car anymore. So after I got that lecture, I decided to maliciously comply. A week later, we received a huge order with over two tons worth of products. I had 560 kilograms of different products customized, but not packaged in my truck. As per his request, I didn't unload the car. At some point, he came up to me and asked me to unload the car. But my response was, no, I'll just make a huge mess in the workshop and we don't want the products to fall off the pallets. So you should just do it yourself. His face when he realized he had to sort all of this out himself and manually unload it was quite funny. It was even better when he noticed I couldn't bring a delivery notice because the order wasn't complete yet. Thus, he had to check every single product and write down what products arrived in which quantity already. And this was all by himself. Of course, I knew the quantities, but he didn't ask me. That five minute task easily took him a half hour to do. And honestly, it's his own fault. Your coworker is a complete idiot. Like literally, if they had just listened and if they had just been more grateful for the work you put in, they could have avoided all of this from the get go. Like from the sounds of it, it really seems like you had a good system going. You were sorting things accordingly. You had a good organizational idea. And it seems like you had really good communication with your coworker. So for him to be like, wow, you're making such a mess of everything. Don't unload the car anymore. It's that entitled attitude that really is just so disgusting. So I don't blame you for maliciously complying. Your coworker was being dumb. And you know what? If he doesn't want you to make a mess, then he can happily unload that car all by himself. My partner is spending excessive amounts of money on a mobile game app. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So I find myself in need of some advice. And this is an issue that's been growing in my relationship. My partner and I genuinely have a wonderful relationship. And he is honestly the best man I've ever known. He works at a library, which gives him quite a lot of downtime. And he spends a significant amount of that time playing mobile games. This in itself doesn't bother me. We all need our hobbies and downtime activities. The problem started a few weeks ago when he discovered a mobile puzzle game. It's a puzzle game that involves reaching a target number using six random numbers and basic arithmetic operations. It sounds harmless and even educational, right? Well, it escalated into something more. I noticed that he's become increasingly absorbed in this game to the point where I would classify it as an addiction. He spends hours playing it and he started spending a considerable amount of money on in-app purchases, specifically so he could buy some coins to keep his winning streak alive. To give you a clearer picture, he's spending about $75 to $80 per week on this game. That's around $300 per month, a sum that seems quite excessive to me for a mobile game. I understand that it's his money and he's free to spend it as he pleases. However, I'm concerned about this behavior because it seems to have grown out of control and I see it as a red flag. I would like to discuss this with him without upsetting him or making him feel like I'm trying to control his hobbies or his spending. I mean, after all, he is a wonderful man and I cherish our relationship. What should I do? If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, 
the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This really does seem like a problem. I mean, $300 a month is insane. I can understand like a monthly subscription basis for like certain games online, but this is a stupid mobile game. $75 to $80 per week? Like that is a lot of money that's gonna add up really quickly. And from what you've described, it really does kind of sound like an addiction. Like he is actively spending a lot of money just to keep this arbitrary winning streak alive. And that is not uncommon with some of these mobile games. Some of those mobile games are seriously addictive and they force you to spend money just so you can try and have more of a chance of getting a high score. And $300 a month definitely is excessive. And you know what? The game is literally endless. There's no way to beat those games. They just keep going and going. It is no better than going to the slots in Vegas and just spinning the wheel trying to get that one big hit. So I can totally understand how you're like, wow, this is a lot of money being spent because I completely agree with you. But my next question is, is this affecting you or your relationship in the slightest? Like, is this affecting your ability to buy food or pay for bills? or make rent or anything like that? If the answer is no, and this isn't affecting your quality of life, then more or less, it is kind of harmless. Like personally, I think it's a huge waste of time. And it sounds like you agree with that as well. But if this isn't dipping into anybody's like funds or their ability to make rent or anything like that, then this might just be something that he does that he really enjoys. Maybe this is just fun money that he spends on whatever he wants. And $300 a month is like nothing to him, which really is kind of baffling to me. But you know what? People spend money on all kinds of things. Maybe this just happens to be the one hobby that he really enjoys. I think whichever way you look at this, you really just need to have a conversation with him. I think expressing your worry and being like, hey, this is really concerning and I just don't think this is healthy or at least expressing that in some kind of way so he knows where you're coming from might be a good thing for the both of you. And hopefully he can understand where you're coming from when it comes to spending that much money. An entitled old man insults me at my hardware store job and I'm honestly really upset about it and I don't know what to do. So I currently work at a hardware store where one of my duties is helping customers load their items into their car. So far, most of the customers I've dealt with have been delightful and pleasant. However, a few weeks ago, I met a gentleman who might just be the most arrogant person I've ever met. I was called upon to load some mulch into the car of an older looking gentleman. He had already bought his mulch and just needed someone to load it into his car for him. So I did just that. Him and I went to his car and started to load the mulch in. After the third bag, he said something that nearly stopped me in my tracks. 
tracks. I bet all this loading makes you want to go to trade school. There have been very few moments in my life where I was absolutely speechless, but that moment made me speechless. There was so much wrong with that statement. For starters, who in the world insults someone who is helping them? Talk about biting the hand that feeds them. Secondly, how does he know that I'm not going to trade school and I am now just working at this store as a part-time job for some cash? I mean, I'm not actually doing that, but the way he's talking is incredibly ignorant. I'm also not dissing trade school by any stretch, but what's wrong with just working a job to make some kind of cash? Nothing's wrong with that. In fact, it's good to work for your money, which is what I was doing. But the worst part was, as he said it, he had the biggest and most sincere smile on his face, as if he legit didn't see anything wrong with what he just said. But he kept talking. He talked about how he was retired and how he used to be super successful, but that you have to work hard at it. Is he seriously talking about hard work to someone who was loading 12 bags of mulch into his car in a 75 degree heat? All the while, he still had that stupid smile on his face, as if he thought he was helping me instead of flipping me the proverbial finger. I will admit that the situation itself made me way angrier than it should have. That is one of the few times in my life that I have felt genuinely insulted. How dare this man assume that just because I work at a hardware store, I am somehow less than him. I told my parents about this and they agree that what he said was ignorant and arrogant. To my fellow retail workers, don't let anyone break your spirit just because you work in retail. It's hard work, but someone has to do it. You are worth it and you are good at your job or else your managers wouldn't be keeping you on. And to customers who treat employees well, I say thank you. You have no idea how much you're helping us. Saying thank you to an employee may seem like a small gesture, but for that employee, it might be the only thank you they get all day. Honestly, there's kind of two sides of this. I can see where the original poster's coming from, where they are pretty annoyed by what this guy was saying. Like, honestly, if I was loading stuff into someone's car in that kind of heat in the middle of the day, and they were just jabbering on trying to make some kind of weird point nobody asked them to make, I would probably get upset as well. So don't get me wrong, I really do think that was a really rude comment to make. But there's also a possibility that this is really innocent, and maybe the old guy just didn't realize he was being incredibly rude. Like I said, don't get me wrong, what he said was very rude, but I think he might have had better intentions than you might think. Like, maybe he was coming from a place where he genuinely was trying to help out. And it certainly doesn't excuse the way he was acting, but there's always a possibility that maybe it wasn't nearly as nefarious as you think. But regardless, the original poster has it right. Retail work is not easy, and someone absolutely has to do it. So I would not be shaken up by these kind of comments. He is probably so far removed from the workforce nowadays, he clearly has no idea what he's talking about. So if I was in your shoes, I would just keep doing a good job and trying to make a living just like anybody else. My boyfriend of seven years cheated on me and says that he can't be with me anymore and is refusing to make things work or try to work anything out. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So I've been with my boyfriend for seven years and we have had our ups and our downs, but we had no inklings this would happen to me as we have been so happy recently. He is close with my whole family and I am close with his. We have a holiday booked next month and plans booked in advance. We have seven years of memories and a future to come and I am so broken over this. He went on a golf trip with his friends and told me the hotel was empty and no one was there and that he was playing pool. He was sporadically texting me and a few hours later he stopped replying and in the morning said that his phone was dead. Well it turns out he met a 31 year old woman somehow within the 30 minutes of the recent and last text message to me had also gotten her number and was asking for her room number and saying to come to her room. I found these text messages on his phone. He spent some quality time with her that evening as well as once more in the morning when he was clearly sober. 
her. So it was a choice and not a mistake. I kicked him out this Sunday at 11 p.m. after finding the text messages and he didn't message me since. So on Tuesday, I had to get closure. So we met up, but he just kept saying that he can't be with me simply because of what he's doing and isn't even trying to fix it. He didn't even have much to say to me as I was bawling my eyes out. He has taken everything from me. The friend he was with also did the same and is groveling for his girlfriend and feeling absolutely awful. Why would someone switch their emotions after seven years just to hurt someone that they loved and not even bother to try and fix it? Even if he knows I wouldn't forgive him, why isn't he trying? He's telling everyone that he's sad, but he won't ever take me back. He's not even giving me the time of day to make my own decision. What should I do? Honestly, this is really awful, and it really does seem kind of premeditated. Like, who in their right mind, after seven years of being in a relationship, would suddenly just drop everything that they're doing and being like, alright, sorry, I'm cheating on you. It's time for me to move on, and no, I don't want to try and fix it. Like, this guy seriously is a scumbag for doing that. And he blatantly just cheated on you. He went and did his own thing and said, you know what? I'm not going to feel bad about this. Like, that's really disgusting, in my opinion. And it really is awful that you found out the way that you did. You clearly thought that you had something special with this guy and that you had some kind of future to account for. But he literally threw that out the window. You didn't. You didn't do anything wrong. You actually went to him and said, hey, let's try and make this work. Like, what is going on here? But he was the one that decided to cut things loose and not give anything a chance. So that kind of leads me to believe that he was planning on doing this anyways. This was something he clearly had on his mind and you were just unfortunately collateral damage. That is so unfair, it's not even funny. His cheating literally has nothing to do with you. It is just a reflection of how awful of a person he is. And also, it wouldn't be a bad idea to try and get the record straight. This guy cheated on you, not the other way around, not any other type of situation. It was something that he did to you. Because you can bet from the sounds of what this guy is, he would probably try to spin this in such a way to make it seem like you're the one at fault or to make it seem like you're the reason this is a breakup. But that's not true at all. I mean, seven years is such a long time. How could he just throw it all away in one fail swoop? So honestly, I'm so sorry that you're dealing with this. It really is awful, but you know what? At least you know the kind of person he is. And now you know this is someone you absolutely do not want to be with. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.